like to call the meeting to order the Community Economic Development Advisory Board for City of Northport. Today is February 20th, 2024, time 1028. Uh, let's do roll call. Start with John. John. <coughs> I'm Diane Neese. Mike McLaughlin. David Pankew. Sean Burroughs. Dwayne Saltbein. Tom Van Bergen. Julie LaCour. Gene Osborne. Vinnie Mascarenas. Okay. Please stand for Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, there's no public comment, so I will move to the approval of minutes. Did everyone have a chance to review the minutes? Yes. No. If we have any discussion, move. Jeannie move, right? Yeah. Dwayne seconds. Dwayne seconds. Any further discussion? Who, uh, who did the motion? I'm sorry. Jeannie Osborne. Jeannie Osborne. Thank you. Jeannie and Dwayne. Okay, all those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? So moved. Okay, we're going to skip around in the presentations today. Uh, and we're going to move up the CDAB annual presentation to the commission. Um, I can give a couple of updates, and then we'll move into the presentation. Okay, that'll be okay. fine. Thank you. What's the, I'm sorry, I don't have it memorized, the first one. Well, CDAB annual presentation, marketing and outreach, community event, economic development. Okay. Um, Dr. DePillo is here. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Warren DePillo is here. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll start off uh, with a couple of updates, and then um, we were going to look at the fiscal year 23 presentation to commission, um, which uh, I have pulled up here for you guys to take a look at. So today, um, our new Natural Resources Division is having um, a listening tour. Uh, there are two events. There's one that was this, this morning from 10 a.m. to noon, and then there's another one from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Morgan Family Community Center. We're expecting, I, I think I've heard, large turnout. Um, this is a new natural resources division that's in development services to make sure that developers on the residential and the commercial side are doing it responsibly and, and um, preserving our, our, our natural resources and, and our endangered species like gopher tortoises, scrub jays, and then our, our older oak trees, kind of like the way Welland Park um, saved a few, of the, a bunch of those oak trees. And in the community area, it gives off shade for everybody to enjoy. Um, the, they're sort of working with developers on that. And they've, they've received some recent news coverage, which is on our social media, if anybody wants to watch it. It's a dynamite team. And if anybody has time from 2 to 4 today to head over to the Morgan family, or if this breaks in time, it'll go till noon, their first listening event at Morgan Family Community Center. I would strongly recommend that you do so. It should be really, really good. Um, you have in front of you uh, two flyers. This is for Career Sources 2024 Youth Summer Jobs Program. Um, one of the flyers is for employers. That's sort of where we're focused, the blue one. The yellowy, orangish one is for students. So for the students, in school ages 14 through 18 years of age, 
and their eligibility <coughs> is based off of family income and size. The student will be on Career Sources payroll. They have grant funding to do this summer youth jobs program. They'll earn about $15 an hour, which isn't bad. Um, the work experience extends for four weeks from June 3rd to June 28th, and the student would work up to 30 hours a week. Uh, students don't need any work experience, and they can earn up to $325 in addition to regular pay incentives. They receive career coach support as well while they're in this program from June 3rd to June 28th. For employers, for Northport businesses and employers, it's free. All of their wages are on Career Source Suncoast payroll. Um, they train, Career Source pays their internship. Um, so, if you guys know of any businesses here in Northport or employers, we've been pushing this, but that would be interested in taking on an intern um, that could turn into an employee. Um, please, you know, share this with them. It's also available all over Career Source Suncoast social media. And we'll be promoting this on our own social media this week. Um, we've been hitting the streets with it. Uh, but yes, we, we just wanted to make that known to you. It's a good program. Um, what else? Oh, uh, well, I'm sure you guys heard about Warm Mineral Springs. So um, I would encourage you guys on March 5th at 10 o'clock AM, um, our Parks and Rec Department is going to be presenting to commissioners um, a plan for the 21 acres around the springs. And commission, there will be discussion. I'm sure there will be public comment. And commission will be providing direction on where the city is going to go from here. March 5th, 10 AM is when that commission meeting starts. You can log in. You can submit comment online. Or you can show up, and you could opine in person. But it's going to be an important meeting. All of our meetings are important, but this is, this is, a, this is a big deal. So um, just wanted to put that on your radar screen. And then um, marketing and outreach. So um, because we have so much development that is entitled to come online, we just spent some time with Benderson over at Toledo Blade and 75. And they've cleared land on the north side and the south side of them. And they're going to build more class A light industrial space. And it's going to go up within like the next year. It'll be up. Also with 320 Toledo Blade at the top end of Toledo Blade being zoned 55 acres of industrial light warehouse. All of this is coming online. So to be proactive, because this is what EDCs are supposed to do, we are going after the site selectors that represent commercial, retail, corporate headquarters, industrial, light industrial, manufacturing, all of our targeted industries. And we're letting them know what's coming online in Northport and why they want to recommend that their clients come here. Their clients are the employers. So we are being very proactive with that. I have to leave today to go and present to a group of site selectors that the Economic Development Corporation of Sarasota County is bringing in. And it's quite an impressive roster. So eyes are turning towards Northport. And you take a look at what happened in Charlotte County. They just announced some major development coming in around their, their uh, airport. And Dave Gammon was quoted as saying, we've been working on this for years. And now it's our time to shine. And so for the next year or two, if I had to predict, this is where the focus is going to be. 
proactively wooing those targeted industries through site selectors and directly to come into Northport. There are um, partnerships that have happened with Florida Power and Light who have created videos that are targeted towards site selectors and developers about Northport Gardens in the Innovation Corridor. And so we're running some LinkedIn ad campaigns to people that handle location for companies that lie within our targeted industries, life sciences, manufacturing, tourism, hospitality, corporate headquarters. Um, we're, we're going after all of that. So that ad's been running. Um, it's, it's only been going for like a week and a half, but we're going to keep it going. And we're going to see if it turns up a single inquiry, it'd be worth it. Also, we have uh, I've been reaching out to some site selectors that are making plans to travel here into Northport so that we can fill their day. And I can sit them down with um, these folks that are going to be bringing development online and have them meet with our team and these folks and hear more about the opportunities for their end users that are here within Northport. It's a very proactive approach. And I believe that if, if from what I've learned from other economic development corporations and watching how they do this, this is how it's done. And it will, it will yield results. So we're going to keep going after that. And appreciate you guys that follow us on our social media. We post content every day and um, relevant content. And great news keeps coming out. Baseball season has started. Um, and so uh, that's a huge amenity, our, our, our being in the home of the Braves. We're very proud of that stadium. They employ just about 70% of their employees are Northport residents. It's also Northport Little League's 50th anniversary this year. So we've made efforts to connect them with the Braves to do something special for our youth around that as well. 50th anniversary and, and Little League is very important um, in a child's life. So we have that going on as well. Um, we are supposed to have a business and research analyst starting soon. His name is John Shikitano. And he has a finance degree from USF. He comes from the finance world, but he also has customer service experience from early in his career. And we're very excited to have him come on board and take over the business tax receipt function full time. Um, it's a very unique blend, uh, the business tax receipt function, that it is a customer service facing role because a lot of our new businesses, they call and they need direction and that the website to go to, the step-by-step -step guide, or they show up and they want to pay their business tax receipt in person. And we're happy to help them. Um, and John will be too. So uh, more to come on that. We're posting marketing strategist again. It went up on Friday. We'll be posting um, Caitlin's former position of business relations manager. So that puts us at five positions. And I believe by the beginning of summer, we will be fully staffed. So we're just going to keep it moving. That's everything that I have for you guys as far as updates go. The question on the site selection piece, we've done this many years and they've, they've came through, they've looked at sites and we just don't have the right site for what they're looking for because mm -hmm. we don't have infrastructure plans, we don't have that other piece. What's changed on our end that's going to change their mindset? Well. I don't have the institutional knowledge that you do. But one thing that is definitely changed is the water and sewer lines are in. There's something for them to tap into. And I believe that that has been a huge game changer. 
Um, also, Northport Gardens has been listed before, but it's never been listed with a price. Okay. And it has been listed with a price. Okay. Also, Florida Power and Light selected that chunk of land in the Innovation Park as a Florida first sites, one of 10 in Florida. And so not only are we marketing, but Florida Power and Light and Global Location Strategies is marketing the Innovation Corridor on our behalf as well, which I believe gives us a bit, a bit of a boost. I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that our partnership with the Economic Development Corporation of Sarasota County, it's never been this good before. Josh, Josh Ewan, their vice president, went to a site selectors conference in Fort Lauderdale and invited Northport to go with him. And from there, we were able to meet a large group of people that are extremely interested in Northport, and we can bring them online. We've brought Tico Gas in. I believe that by having all the right players there and the infrastructure there, and knowing that the buildings are going up, the end users are coming in. All right. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. All good news. I'd say the ULDC rewrite plays into it as well. I, I Huge would, play into it. would hope that that does. Because as of right now, those sites are unavailable for them to be able to put the projects that they want to put on. Hopefully that rewrite addresses those items. Yeah. I didn't know we'd brought in site selectors in the past. Oh, yeah. This is, I think, my 13th year, 14th year on this board. So, yeah, we, we've done, we just didn't have the right locations so you didn't have their big enough industrial or we didn't have infrastructure mm -hmm. not having infrastructure killed a lot of deals yeah. Yeah. you don't have water and sewer yeah and we didn't have plans and didn't have stuff books on the project you know things that were committed to from the city so now we have all that it's a big difference yes, fpl's commitment is huge because there's big chunks of northport that don't have power mm -hmm. and fpl saying we're going to support that that's big for our community if not, that was millions of dollars worth of projects that FPL's basically going to pony up for. Yeah. It's exciting. Yes. Sweet. Question on the War Mineral Springs. Is, is the group that's doing that, is that an independent group that's doing that? Is that a city? The City department? Parks and Recreation Department is going to present options to commissioners for the 21 acres around the springs. There's still an additional 60 acres outside of that 21 acres. Mm -hmm. But for the 21 acres around the springs, the, the, the buildings that are there are, you, you can't walk into them. They, they are completely unsafe. For example, that will need to be addressed. Mm -hmm. um, and other, other, other amenities around the springs. Um, so we'll see what comes up on, on March 5th. It'll it'll be out for everybody to weigh in on and take a look at. So that's not what we talked about for the outside piece. It's just the, the inner side that's the... It's just the 21 acres. It's all yes. protected. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. That's not to say that commission isn't going to talk about the whole thing. They will. Talk. You never know what you're going to get. So tune in and we'll see what happens. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Are you ready okay. to do the yes, sir. presentation? Okay. Yes, sir. I have to, I have to, I'm going to need to leave. But, Sean, mm -hmm. do you think that you could collect any changes that they oh, yeah. might have? Sure. It's just a few slides, what you did in 2023 and what you're going to be doing in 2024, the focus. Yep. And I took a stab at the focus, but the focus belongs to this body. So just 
let me know. And I was thinking for the next meeting, having the Early Learning Coalition of Sarasota County come and give a talk to this group. I've already spoken with Anna McClendon about it, and um, she's got to get through an event that she has, but she said next month might work a lot better. So it's on a thumb drive, or if you just want to write down any edits, you yeah, can you can text them to me, and I'll and I'll uh, submit it. Um, I believe it might go to through Jerome to commission through Jerome in a memo, and then if commission they're doing a little bit different this year. If commission mm -hmm. wants the presentation, they'll ask for it. Oh, okay. But they will get they will get this. Okay. That sounds. Good. I'm not 100% on that. You might you it might be an agenda item. I I will drill down on that more. I'm I'm open for whatever. I have to see how other bodies are doing it this year, but it's it's good. The collected work is good. Cool. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you all very much. Thank you. Right. Thank you. <coughs> We're going to, so she has court here in an hour or so, so we're going to go back up to the top and handle that, if you don't mind, and then okay. we'll move back down into this one. I'm just trying to get her PowerPoint set up. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, CAO's office, for your sunshine training. getting loaded I, I had a thought I don't know if it's appropriate right now but um, after the fifth the commission meeting on the fifth we'll probably want to circle back that next month to give our thoughts opinions and weigh in so that we can might make a recommendation to the Commission on what we think what our recommendations for warm mineral springs might be since we did it last time thinking since the game has totally changed again we need to come up with a new recommendation but after they do their presentation on the fifth I think would be the best trip Do you want to talk about any of the other future agenda items while we wait? You absolutely can. We're just going to have to re or recap so I can write it down later on. But you're more than welcome to yeah, go Perfect. ahead and talk about future agenda items. Okay. <clears throat> Obviously, the Springs is a, mm -hmm. a big one. Um, 
I don't know when the ULDC is supposed to come back. I know that's they've only been talking about it for decades now. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know when the official like maybe an update on that ULDC yeah. would be good. Is you know when when is that being presented it's to commission? Chapter four is or was there was a workshop for chapter four already. Chapter five is coming, um, so I would think probably in April we should do a four and five recap. Yeah, that th uh, we're going to be not even April, March, because I think it speculation it, towards the end of March, April time frame is when they're looking at doing the final and then adopting it. So, so then. Maybe March would be a good time for us to talk about four and five. Four and five, the updates from there. Just, just thoughts. I, I wrote that down as well. Did <laughs> um, you say that there was revisions to Chapter Three that we needed to look at again too? Don't know, but I also don't see why they couldn't. I'm sorry. Suggest or give any. We could just ask what, is, yeah. what updates they were talking about, yeah. and this way we could reference it. Yeah. Because the, the individual that was doing that is no longer doing that. So that's what the hold is. For that's a transition. big kick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. She is ready when you all are. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Caitlin Coughlin, Assistant City Attorney. I guess I'm now Police Legal Advisor. They just changed my, my title. Um, I will be brief. I know that everybody has probably done this before. Anybody not done the, the sunshine training, ethics training? I think everybody has, probably to exhaustion, I'm sure. So this will be a brief overview. Usually yeah. Michael Golan does it. Um, it's a good reminder. I feel like there's a lot of things in the news lately, I'm sure, if you guys follow up on it. I know I try to, uh, of just how something very small could be a violation of sunshine or a violation of ethics. So I will be brief, and then you guys can carry on with everything else you got going on. Um, so public meetings and public records, we're kind of going to go through this briefly. I always tell everybody this government in the sunshine manual is online. It's PDF. It is. I use it daily. If you guys ever have any questions, Control-F is your friend on that manual. Um, it answers a lot of good questions. It basically just gives you a synopsis of laws, uh, legal precedent, everything updated every single year. So if there's ever anything you're like, hey, you know, I, I'm curious to know, that, um, that Sunshine Manual is really helpful. Uh, as far as public meetings, we know that a meeting is any gathering, whether formal or casual, of two or more members of the same board where they discuss some matter of foreseeable action that will be taken on their board. Um, I was looking through the Sunshine Manual, and a, a good example of where, you know, you may be talking to somebody in this room where it would not be a violation is, let's say, if you email them to say, let's take something off the agenda, right? You're talking about a foreseeable action, but you're not talking about the substance of that action. Um, this has been something I've written quite a few legal memos on recently as far as, like, what's a gathering? So a gathering can be any conversation, text, email, phone call. Um, that also applies to private personal. I know a lot of us have two phones, so that also applies to any conversations you may be having on your private phone. Um, as we know, all meetings must be open to the public. There needs to be reasonable notice so that anybody can watch them, anybody being you know, the citizens of Northport or anybody else. And then the meetings uh, minutes must be taken. Penalties. So this is something that we do see. Unfortunately, there are penalties if there is a violation of Sunshine Law and or ethics. 
could be criminal prosecution, uh, non-criminal fine, removal from office, and then, as we know, attorneys charge a lot. Uh, so, and we'll see a couple examples of that later, but any litigation that occurs because of a violation that could happen um, is subject to those attorney's fees as well. Um, this, is a, this is a very uh, specific example of how uh, this could take a, a turn, and, and obviously uh, all of these people are now in trouble. So they meet, um, they had their own meeting at night, it wasn't Nobody from the public knew about it, and then they voted to fire the city attorney, city manager, and city clerk from office and remove the mayor from his position. So clearly, foreseeable action. Um, they never took the sunshine ethics training, clearly. Um, and so that's just, again, a, a very big example of something that could be a violation. Um, and then what are public records? So any, really any document, regardless of what physical form, um, and those are all things that anything received within your position here. Um, always think about it, too. When you're receiving information, when you're putting out information, ask yourself, am I receiving this information because of my position within the city? Because the reason you're here in this room is it made or received in connection with the transaction of official business of the city, and then it, is it used to perpetuate, uh, communicate, or formalize knowledge? This one is big. Um, like I said, I've been writing a lot of legal memos on this point right here. Electronic messages from private computers and phones that are written or received in connection with official business. That's important. Like I said, we all have our personal phones. Just because you're having a conversation that may pertain to this board on your personal phone, it doesn't mean that it's not a public record. If it's used in your official business, that is now a public record regardless. And I, so I always tell people, be very cognizant. Whatever you're doing on your phone, social media, um, be mindful of what may be asked for by the public. If there's a public records request, which we've been getting inundated with lately, they could ask for something on your private phone. And then, you know, they got to go through it. So just make sure you're retaining all of those records. Um, obviously, the whole point in Sunshine is open government, right? It is liberally construed in favor of disclosure. And I will tell you, there are so many things that get disclosed that you never think about. Um, and I, that was a learning curve for me as well, just as far as, you know, I put smiley faces at the end of everything and the you know, context in which I'm sending emails. And um, so that's always something to be mindful of. And then obviously the city clerk is the custodian of those public records. And then any requests for public records are to be forwarded. Um, I told the last group this is elevator rule, right? Public records requests can come in any form. They can be verbal. They can be via email. Uh, somebody in the elevator could just say, hey, you know, I really want a copy of this. Um, that's a public records request, regardless of how they say it, and then that needs to be forwarded to the city clerk's office. Um, and then as this is, we just kind of went into this, um, some of this I'll, I've talked about, so I'll skip over, but um, any requests for records needs to go to the city clerk, obviously a violation of which you can't just ignore it. Uh, anybody who asks for those public records is um, entitled to receive those. And so the best way to do it would be to just send it over to the city clerk. Anything that you do or receive in, in your position here should also be sent over to them for retention purposes. You're not required to retain those, but obviously deleting any records, which could be public record, a public records request comes in and you no longer have those documents, that's a violation of the Sunshine Law. Um, and then, yes, Again, penalty examples, and these are all in the news right now as well. Um, these are a little bit older, 
but uh, newly elected commissioner sued over public records requests. He's being sued for allegedly failing to respond to a public records request. So a lot of times the answer to those public records requests are no responsive records. If we have no records, that's great, but we still have to let that person know that we have no responsive records. So obviously don't take those with a grain of salt. <coughs> For them to the city clerk, they have GovQA to keep it. They keep a really good track of everything so that it doesn't fall on you guys. Same thing here. Um, inability to comply is no excuse. You could still be penalized as far as not replying to a public records request. Um, and then that was what a final judgment of 45,000, which is pretty low, but you know, those get much more $60,000 in legal fees. Um, and nobody wants to pay outside counsel when we have plenty of attorneys upstairs. So keep those in mind. You have to, you have to comply with those public records. Ethics. So ethics is, you know, something I think we practice every day, whether we're in this room or, you know, outside in public. I like this slide the best, and, and that's why I keep it in here. I do the same thing with the Florida Bar. So the Florida Bar, let's say I have a question or a judge puts me in a position where, you know, I'm unsure of what to do, and I'm, I'm not, I don't want to question my ethics as a Florida Bar attorney, right? Those, those hotlines, they are anonymous, um, you know, to the extent that you want it to be. So if you ever had any questions, that would be the best place to do it. Like I said, I utilize that just on Florida Bar stuff. Um, just to question, you know, if I had a conversation and I don't want that to be a violation, um, that's something you're welcome to do. I put the Florida State Statute last because nobody wants to read through the Florida State Statute. So the Guide to the Sunshine Amendment and Code of Ethics breaks that down much better. Uh, prohibited conduct. So this is, you know, we have the community of unity, and I think that this comes up maybe not so much here, but um, in the commissioner's roles as well. Uh, not things you're not allowed to do. All common sense, but, you know, if you're ever in a situation where you have a question, obviously that's what our office is here for and or, you know, the clerk's office or anybody you need to answer that question for you. You can't solicit anything of, of value, favor, or service based on the understanding that your vote, official action, or judgment will be influenced. Um, any unauthorized compensation, obviously you're not allowed to accept payment or anything of value that you know or should have known. Um, it's given to influence a vote or official action. And then this also applies to your spouse and minor children. And then you cannot corruptly use or attempt to use your official position and resources to obtain special privilege or benefit. I was a state attorney for like eight years before this, and that you would be mind blown on how many state attorneys, new state attorneys, would flash their badge when they got pulled over. And that was rule number one. Do not <laughs> use your official business and your influence to influence anybody else. And that was a prime example of people who just could not get that through their head. Um, and then obviously abuse of public position. We're all here you know, voluntarily for the most part. And so that's something that, you know, you never want to look like you have a disproportionate benefit to yourself or others, and that includes your family. And then you can't disclose any information not available to the public and obtained through your public position for the benefit of yourself or others. Um, that one's going to be anything that's not public. Obviously, everything that we talk about in this room <coughs> is going to be public knowledge, so keep that in mind. Uh, doing business with the city, obviously, you guys can't, you know, I, this one really applies to, let's say, a family member. If you're releasing or renting or uh, buying services from somebody where your family member would benefit from, that would be a prohibited relationship. And then any conflicting employment or contractual relationship. Um, voting. So, and I don't know if anybody's ever ran into a real life example of this. I've yet to be in on a board that has. Um, 
but I'm sure it does happen. But Florida state statute does require for voting if you have a conflict of interest. So you can't abstain from voting unless the following two are met. A conflict of interest exists as set forth in the ethics statute or in a quasi-judicial proceeding to assure a fair proceeding free from potential bias or prejudice. And then you're actually prohibited from voting via state law if you have any financial interests, let's say, um, and then applies to a public officer and relative and business associate. And then if you ever have a um, an, something here where you feel that you fall under those, you have to file your written voting uh, conflict in advance of the vote. And you'll know those will all be published. Who's a relative? I feel like that's always a good question. So it is laid out here for you guys just in case you need to refer back to it. And then penalties. Obviously, like we saw, um, you know, sometimes people have a lot of things that they just are curious about, right? They're all up. They want to know all the information. So keep in mind the penalties are here because if something is done incorrectly, uh, you know, the public will find out about it. Um, and that could obviously lead to a penalty. And then meeting procedures, you guys deal with this a lot, so I'm not going to go into it too much, but you have to have the majority for a quorum. Uh, motion needs to be clear. It needs to be a concise statement about the decision being made. It does require a second. Um, that's when you guys' discussion opens, um, and then the board then debates the motion. Um, obviously, stay in topic. There's time limits. If, if there are a time limit or you give somebody more time, uh, try and keep that consistent. That kind of is a slippery slope into more on the bigger hearings and the more uh, commission meetings as far as public comment, but there are a lot of rules as far as keeping all of those consistent. And then each board member speaks um, once per motion unless some, nobody else is waiting to speak. And then our city code, I'm not going to read this in depth, but if, if we ever run into a, a position with alt alternates, uh, this lays out the procedures. I, you know, I say as clear as mud and maybe like make a page pie chart on it, but our city code does uh, really break down as far as if you have a regular member absent um, and then an alternate. The very last one, an alternate may participate in the meeting only when taking place of a regular member. So somebody asked me last time if they're an alternate, if they're an alternate, I think that was the question, if they're an alternate and they wanted a, she wanted to know if she could make discussion about it if yeah. she's not an alternate and the answer would be no it'd probably be a public comment so you guys have a lot more on this board than i think a lot of the other boards so you probably won't run into this but obviously keep in mind and refer to the city code if you ever have any um, any interest and then requesting information that's not a public record so this is just really how you guys are going to get information from the city um, and I think everybody in this room probably knows this maybe more than some of the smaller boards. But if you ever want something that's not a public record and you're trying to get that, obviously Vinny probably could get it for you pretty quickly too. Um, but you request it only through a unanimous vote of approval by this entire board. Um, if it is approved unanimously, the chairperson may request the information, report or research through the staff liaison, and then the staff liaison will forward the request to the appropriate charter officer. Um, so that's just if you guys ever need anything that may or may not be retained as a public record. All done. Any questions? Yes. In terms of the conflict of interest, mm -hmm. since this board is more of an advisory board and right. no appropriations are assigned, how does that change the level of conflict of interest? As far as voting? Contracts or... or con 
So the way I would look at it is, let's say, in litigation. So if you're going to, let's say, argue later on that there's a conflict of interest that um, arises, right, what are you gaining from it? Is, it? is it through your position with the city? Because obviously that's the city as a whole. But I would just look at it as if you had to make an argument in front of a court on how you are not unduly influencing some decision that's being made, you know, did they look at what the city had to say about it? Did they, you know, are you looking at it for the best interests of the city is how I would I would look at that. Because I do. I know a lot of you guys are kind of playing a dual role. Um, but if I were the attorney arguing that, that's how I would argue it, is that, you know, you're looking for the greater good of the city, not We're necessarily. We're trying to advocate for businesses. Exactly. Economic development. So right. every time, everybody has a personal interest. But what you're saying is have the city's interest involved right. up front. Right. Yeah, and that's how I would, that's how I would approach it, and and that's really, I mean, at the end of the day, that would be the argument is that you, you you really are. I mean, you're trying to whether it's financial interests or whether it's you know a business partner that you can look at later on. That's how that's how I would litigate that hypothetically if that ever if that ever came to be. Yeah. Any other questions? Yes. So for email, or I'm sorry, for text message record retention. Would we, if we had those, would we just save them in case there were a records requests or send them to the city clerk? Or yeah, you could, send, I would, you could send them to the city clerk. Um, obviously, if they're only, let's say it's a note in your notes function or something, right? If you're, if you're something that just you're looking at, and I do this a lot, I put red at the very top, not a public record. So if it's something that you're keeping for your own personal knowledge and it's something that you are referring back to and you're not sharing with anybody, that's not going to be a public record. But let's say you, you guys send a, a text message or something mm -hmm. um, and you want to retain it, you think it may be, I would just forward it to the, the staff liaison, um, whoever you guys have. That way they have it. They don't have to search through your stuff. Um, the, the main example recently, and I'll just tell you briefly, is um, they somebody asked for a public records request of a law enforcement officer's private phone to see if they had sent those messages over. If he had, that was something he needed to retain that day. Um, so instead, what we had to do is reach out to that officer, have them pull up their records from that day, and that's just a little more intrusive. So if there's ever anything you think, I would forward it over just to save it. Um, but like I said, if it's your personal notes, I always put something at the top that's like, this is not a public record. This is for my own use. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, and you say whatever your heart desires <laughs> and because uh, it's just for you. Yeah. yeah. But yes, air on the side of the and they'll tell you, you know, if they don't need it. 90% of the time, it's not something that will be relevant to the public records request. But like for that specific example we had last week, we got to now go through his private phone to make sure there was no messages. It's just, um, it ends up being more steps than, you know, had you just saved it in the first place. Thank, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your meeting. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you. Tell me when you I don't know when the next week is. Review that presentation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we're going to move now to the CDAB presentation. If we could. Sean, while he's pulling that up, the Chamber of Commerce sent out a survey to community members. Is that a city piece, or do you know if it was just a chamber piece? Because it had a lot of questions about parks and rec. So. 
don't know. That was a city piece. That they was were a city they were affording it out on behalf of this, you know. Okay. Yeah, just trying to get that circulated. I I asked Sean because Sean's on the economic <coughs> development board for the city or the uh, the chamber, chamber of commerce. Yeah. So. I yeah. saw the survey, but they wanted you to sign up for some account. You can just. It didn't do it for you? No. Uh, when I received the email, it just allowed me to go right into the survey yeah. and answer questions. I didn't have to sign up for anything. Oh, when I got to the end and I went to submit it, they're like, you have to sign up for this service. And then I was like, eh. Oh, no. No. Nah. So it, I, would, I would think something like that would probably be a good future agenda item to just see you know, what, what that survey resulted in. Because there was a lot of questions that were very pointed towards do you want more of this or less of this? And it, I think it would probably be good to know as a group things like that. So, because there were some things that tie into economic development. So. Yeah, I started that survey, didn't finish it. I got to go back and do it again. <laughs> okay. Sorry, it logged her out. So, I'm trying to pull it up. Okay. No worries. We're billing you by the hour. It's mm -hmm. fine. It's, fine. This, it's only a couple thousand an hour for this group. We all know I don't make enough. <laughs> oh, no. Mike's the one with the charge card down there. Don't you guys worry. You got that wrong projector on. Through the rest of the agenda and then circle back. I think we're pretty much that is we the rest talk, of the agenda. Yeah, we were talking about future agenda <laughs> items, but uh, that's the that was the rest of the agenda that we missed. Okay. Um, Wasn't there supposed to be a vote for us to be replaced? I thought that was on the last agenda for this agenda, but obviously it's not there. When do we get to our year mark? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I did say uh, suggestions for. Yeah. Oh, it's not in there. Well, maybe that's the next agenda <laughs> item we'll need to uh, discuss that piece. And the other thing we should probably look at are expirations of Correct. members. I think. Because it we doesn't all. say anyone. It doesn't say there's any openings, which is the first time yeah. <laughs> in a very long time that it says that. So I would imagine then people are coming off in the next few months. Yeah, I think we. I think we got extended the one year. Yeah, we got extended the one year because they they did a funny. You're on for three, or you're on you're on for three, and then you're on for two, and then. Now they made it to where you can be on for three instead of the two. It was very, I don't know. I, don't know. I just know that David and I were, yeah. were told that we get one, one more year. So. <laughs> I think this will be your last year. Yeah, I, I think this will be my second or third Harry's break. History with us. <laughs> second or third last year. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long we do have a new member years. being uh, voted in right now because Mr. Gortz uh, resigned and joined another board. Um, so currently, we should have somebody coming in 
Uh, they're being voted on on the 28th, okay. I believe. So there will be a new person okay. for this board. And he lived in the Holiday Park or whatever it was, I think, right? Richard? I think so. I sure. think that's right. Because, well, the one park that we talked about that has that private road to access 41 with the big, uh, by the Salvation Army um, oh, property, yeah, they yeah. have that road and it's, because it's not in city limits and it's maintained and owned by the park. We talked at one time if we could yeah. Yeah. annex that piece in to allow turn in and he appeared very soon after that uh, <laughs> as a member. So. so that would be Talon Bay there, wouldn't it? No, I forget. It's, it's just past one of the plazas. I, I don't know. I can name the restaurants it's by. I just can't name the yeah. actual places. That it, I think it's right across from Lowe's. Yeah, that's what I was thinking next. Oh. Because that, that road actually travels all the way through, but there's no dedicated left turn lane to be able to then turn into there, it's a flashing light. Because <clears throat> there was someone trying to purchase that development from Salvation Army, but they don't want to buy it unless you had a dedicated turn into there. Right. But you can't turn into a private road because they own that road. Yeah. So. Well, that makes it difficult. Yeah, I remember that. Did Vinny leave the uh, the plug-in? So. Uh, no, but thankfully she sent me an email. We're, okay. we're, we're up and going right now. Right. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, there. there we go. Okay. I will rotate it over here in a second. Perfect. I've never been good with eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pre-existing condition in the, in the insurance world. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> No, no, just, well, basic information that will be filled out, you know, once we figure out which meeting, which I'm assuming it's going to be the March 5th meeting, possibly, if they accept it. Um, just displaying uh, who's currently on the board. Um, pretty simple. Scroll to the next one. Um, put together just a, a brief overview of what we have talked about. One of the big reasons why I wanted to do it this way is so that we get your anything that I should probably add or we should add to the presentation, just in case. Anyone? So is the recommendations that we've made. I think that's the next. Is that the, okay. I think that's the next slide. Yes. Da. That's going to be this section is for this year. What? So we yeah. So recommendations. The we recommendations made that we as a board yeah. have made to the commission. Recommendations. Okay. Okay. I'll make sure we add that. And I would ask if they're asking for the 2024 outlook, because typically your report is what you've done, not what you're doing. So I would just confirm 
that you're okay to put that in there. Okay. Because all of the past ones have always been just just what you've done. What we've done over the okay. past year. Gotcha. So probably flip flop that slide, take that one out, put the other one in. Okay. Yeah, because I think we probably only and, have and really we probably only have four or five recommendations yeah. that we've made for the yeah. year yeah. to go to commission. So. And. That's actually it. I mean, yeah, it's it's last. legitimately going to be a seven minute, but not even that long, um, as I remember from last year. Are so. you definitely on the agenda, or? I, well, from what Vinny just said, that uh, it we will have go to, to present this, and then they'll let us know if they want us. To it'll go to city manager. Yeah. City manager will then determine if it's okay to go to commission, or if we need to make changes. That's how it always comes. It's never came back from yeah. city manager. Yeah, as an advisory board, um, but it always goes to him first, and he stamps it, and then goes to them. I wouldn't see why, unless there's a significant reason. But. I will tell you that that looks good. Yeah. You know, when you compare it to the ones that we've done in the past, that's more detailed than the ones we've done in the past. Yeah. Definitely. Sean, regarding uh, 2024 uh, right. objectives, could you just switch to that chart for a second, please? I'm oh, sorry? Can we slide back to the chart? Absolutely, sir. Right there. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to do both at the same time. <laughs> I guess what I was wondering, uh, you know, addressing the uh, land development code, is there something that, should there be an objective there uh, related to workforce development? Should there be? Yes. So the ULDC, I don't believe the ULDC determines workforce piece. I, it's no, 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 no. No, it's just a separate, a separate, separate, oh, a separate, separate, a separate, oh. a separate something or another for us to work yeah. on this year. There's something yeah. to, you know, what I, what I was trying to say is that we focused on um, in the physical assets and availability of space. I think that needs to be balanced with uh, some emphasis on developing Workforce is an attractive factor for site selection here. Well, I mean, do you think it's covered by the last bullet point where they talk about community partnership with SCORE and Career Source? Um, not as much. That's more tweet? business related. And as far as housing, SCORE and, and it, Career Source don't it, typically. It could. I don't think it emphasizes the uh, the importance of, of the uh, you know of the workforce development and availability of. Workforce resources. You know, have we had Career Source come and present the labor statistics for Northport lately? No, no, no. no. We're impacted by two Price. different Career Source boards: the Northport or the Port Charlotte board mm -hmm. and then Career Source. I'm kind of lost, John. Is this slide going away or not? Yes, and it, for for the most part, it will be. But don't know. It is oh, also. You don't know. Okay. We don't. Vinny would be the one who would. Okay. Yeah. Well, for the recommendation, to talk about what we did versus what we were planning on doing. This would be a great use of something that we can use mm -hmm. to build our agendas going for the rest of the year. So, right. while it's technically not something that we're going to present to the commission, it's something that we could use this opportunity to build our own. Right. Talking points for agendas going forward. Um, I was happy to hear that the Early Learning Commission is going to be speaking at the next meeting because I think that 
where Northport is growing so fast, I think that there needs to be an opportunity to have um, daycare resources and um, other um, resources for learning before kids reach kindergarten. I'm not, I, I'm not sure. Is there a requirement in the in the city of Northport for kids to go to pre-kindergarten before no. they can go? No. No, you can go directly to kindergarten without right. doing it. So a some PPK of those kids may something. not be as prepared as. Yeah. PPK is the voluntary pre-kindergarten program that the state pays for. Right. But I think that's something that should be looked at as some kind of a. Um, Sorry, a learning. <laughs> there is some movement in regard to the need in the district from the school districts for the VPK and early learning. She's also that council's working with the school district to actually try to get more sites at all the of our elementary schools. That's great. Uh, and then outside of that, the early learning coalition has been very, very um, eager to expand in Northport. Because of the growth of the population, obviously, and working families. Exactly. If, uh, if we want to recruit um, people to come in and work and have children, mm -hmm. that we don't want them to move to a different county because we don't offer it here. But you, you started to hear some, uh, we'll call it rumors, by some of the larger companies in town that were talking about mm -hmm. building a facility mm -hmm. and then having it for their employees, but partnering with a YMCA or something like that to run that program for them. Um, so things like that were talked about. Good. But obviously you have to have a very large company to be able to, to have something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that doesn't help everyone. But it, if they open to the public, it helps address it a little. Mm -hmm. But if you call any child care center in town and ask them, if you can get an infant in, how long it will be in its months of waiting lists mm -hmm. for almost all of them. Hard to find staff, too. Yes. And you remember, that staff is tied directly to this $15 an hour. They're typically the ones that paid less than that 15 an hour mm -hmm. wage increase. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I guess that's going to be important with jobs, like you were saying, job development for someplace like the hospital, where we're going to have a lot of lower-paying mm -hmm. jobs those people need support and how do we support that how do we keep keep them here anyway you would figure if the hospital just built another little building exactly what I'm uh, that it was a child care center that right. I'm sure it would keep their people happy yeah we yeah. have to we have to do that to make sure that that stuff is available yeah, I mean, and it's got to be affordable. If yes. I'm talking about putting a business here, I need space and I need people. Yep. Yeah, I need a place and I need you know. Yeah. So well, and that was my comments to Vinny earlier. Is that the spaces weren't there. Right. I mean, we had people lined up to come here, but you didn't have the right space to put them. Or it was your space is here, but you have to pay to have infrastructure ran to you. Who's going to yeah. want to yeah. pay for all that extra yeah. cost? So that's changed. Just so the committee knows, I and mean, this isn't necessarily like a, a public comment from the school district, but uh, the south campus of STC is expanding. Uh, it's the timing of the expansion, and whether it's a year or two out, but it will be expanding an additional four to six programs uh, to help with the growing need. I mean, we're not going to solve the problem with those, but it will be more medical, more industrial, uh, and some um, uh, STEMI, maybe semiconductors. I don't know. We'll see. AI. AI is definitely the, on the, the horizon. The, the right programs at the right time. Yeah, and, and so all that's happening, but 
you know, when we create programs for workforce, we have to have a demand and a high wage, high skill, longitudinal data from career sources says if we create a program and invest lots of money, that you'll be able to sustain that program over time and that those students have a job. Because we're required to place almost all of our students into a career. And if we don't, we can't offer the program. So uh -huh. the idea is not just offer fluff programs. I don't want to say there's some colleges out there that you go to college to go to college and then you end up with Nothing. a degree that doesn't have a career associated with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. not going to criticize that, but everybody has experienced that. The state, college, uh, the state has indicated to the technical schools, you better be producing impact to the workforce. Really? So we, don't, we can't just offer something because... You know, it's cute and it's fun. It mm -hmm. has to be something that's going to impact the local workforce. And right now, Northport has almost every, we can impact any of them wow. in Northport for a significant amount of time. Um, but th you'll see that coming soon. Uh, there's going to be some announcements made April, May uh, about funding and then the advancement. Of that. Plus, it served as a great hub for the hurricane relief. I mean, we were open constantly through that time and housed a lot of people through that building that were in need of... Uh, FEMA, we did voting and FEMA, uh, we did voting FEMA and classes, <laughs> and so I mean it was a little bit of a challenge, but it was a good resource, and the library is a great partner. So, I love that's my favorite library branch. It's a it's really a cool branch. That, so that's that partnership that you don't typically get between school and, and public, you know, the county. That was fantastic that they were able to do something like that. Yeah. Innovative. Well, Sean, I think most of those items, if we talked, or Sean, I'm sorry, David, most of those items, if we talk about future agenda items, um, the only thing that we want to make sure is we circle back to some of those items that we've talked about in the past. We've made recommendations on. See where they it's are. gone to See commission. They They've done workshops. Maybe get updates on some of those items. Yeah. Would be good. Is right. you know, are they dead items? Are they live? Are things moving forward? Uh, I, mean, I think all of us would love to know if we're going to get another interchange. I mean, that's something that still may be ten years till we get it. But if we know we're getting it, the city better have infrastructure there the moment that okay. the intersection opens. Take that, that type of stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're talking. Yeah, you'll need bonds beyond bonds to just pay for all of that infrastructure to get it there. Mm -hmm. And that money will come back to you a thousandfold. And there's as already as... a lot of controversy in that area from the residents who don't necessarily want it. Yeah. So, so those are just things that we should probably circle back around. We were leaps and bounds ahead of where we were years ago. No. So, I don't so, so, so you don't need a motion from us for this because I think we made that motion for you to. We're just showing you what, showing us. Yeah, what you've done so right. far. Before I jump into water. Um, okay, so when's your meeting for this presentation? Perspectively, the 5th. Oh, okay, March meeting. Yes. That'll be a warm middle springs meeting. It might be a long meeting. Um, <laughs> might be, or bring a stadium person. Yeah. So um, okay. And then our meeting will be after that. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. So that's why. Yeah. Making our recommendation after that meeting. 
even if you don't watch it live, watch it on YouTube because it's going to be it's always interesting. <laughs> yeah, hair raising experience. Okay, so I, I think um, since we don't have anything else on the agenda, I think the only other thing is to um, you know, maybe prepare for the next meeting on what other areas of focus that we can work on. So maybe that's kind of a homework assignment for us to come back to the next meeting in March. And, you know, if you have the opportunity to watch the more Mineral Springs or attend that meeting, um, if you could please do so. Bring that slide info with you. That will help us at least get a couple meetings. This yeah. will bring that information with you. Yeah. And this way we can at least plan out a couple meetings from just what's there. Perfect. Yeah, plan and plan more for 2024. But I think we're on the right track. We've done a lot last year coming in this year. So a lot of things that we've done more so than in the past. So that's good. Um, that's all we have on the agenda. Does anyone have any other further discussion, comments? Uh, did you want to add anything to the official record for the future agenda items uh, since I was kind of elsewhere? Well, I think we wanted to discuss more Mineral Springs, correct? Okay. Um, ULDC. Okay. okay. And I think we already started talking about our Early Learning Coalition. Perfect. I think there's a couple things we can focus on there. Anybody else have any suggestions? And is, are we going to also bring up what John was saying about job development, too? Sure. So, so there's workforce that's, development. That's why when he had said kind of our homework for the next meeting. Okay. Yeah. okay. So if we bring workforce and there's the new act that they've passed to see if that act has helped folks look at doing some work workforce housing, and the act allows them to have larger densities and, and some additional things, and they can take property that's zoned industrial or commercial to be able to put residential sites on that as a mixed-use type property. So a lot of that was created by the state of Florida and gained a bunch of momentum, but then there's been some gray to it, so they're trying to get clarification to that gray. But this is a perfect group to talk about it, especially because it ties directly into that workforce housing piece, because you have to have so much low to moderate housing in each of these projects. Yeah, these things, I mean, this is not a linear, you know, do A and B, and, you know, it's, it's everything all at once. Yeah. You, know, you really have to, you know, work these things uh, concurrently mm -hmm. and interactively. I would just give an example of what I think you're talking about. I lived in Chicago for a long time, and I worked for a major hotel chain. One of the things that the city did for workforce development was um, produce, um, um, I don't know what, what to call it, uh, it was a training session for uh, food service workers that even the lowest level down to the dishwashers and restaurants and ho hotels and whatever, they had to take this food handling course to give them basic understanding about how to handle food properly to protect the public. And the um, most of the restaurants in town and the hotels supported it because it meant that they had less training to do, but also it protected them and their customers from possible food 
borne illnesses that they might come in contact with. And that's just an example of something they did to support developing a good workforce for that industry because it's such a big convention town. And they bring in a lot of people in from all areas who expect to get safe food handling done. It. And that, that, I think that's what you're kind of talking about. That kind of thing. Also, you know, thinking about light manufacturing, I mean, there are all kinds of use cases emerging, you know, every day for AI applications, for competitive advantages and efficiency and so on. You know, right. to enhance. So, you know, if it's kind of a demand creation thing. If, if, if we could create a demand for those applications among new business, existing or new businesses coming into Northport, that might create an incentive for either educational programs or, or a technology program. Right, exactly. You, know, you might get a, you know, a third eye or somebody like that saying, you know, I'm going to drop a little development cell in here to market to those guys because Northport's growing, they need my tech, and I need to be there uh, either right. physically or virtually to service that. And I think that's the kind of thing that can feed on itself. Right, exactly. Just some basic skills. Workforce safety, for example. Yeah. That's another thing right there that should be basic to any business. Right. Even office workers leave the bottom drawer of the file cabinet open for somebody to trip over. <laughs> you yeah, got to yeah, right. teach them not to do that. <laughs> so through to college, Don't we offer these quick <laughs> certifications with OSHA, forklift driving, serve safe for restaurants. Right. We offer those kind of things up front, but they're only offered on a, a sporadic basis. They're not scheduled like we Right, can. and it's up to the company sometimes. Well, yeah, the company. Doing the hiring to train, but they don't always do it. costs money, it. so if I'm not going to go train before I get the job. So we have to do the sponsorship and career right. edge from the Chamber of right. Commerce in Sarasota. Sponsors a lot of that stuff in Sarasota. Maybe we work with Bill here and see if we can get the, the Chamber to kind of get their membership together to sponsor some of those right. early That's classes while they're working. Yeah. And we get the training done for them so they don't have to do it. Small mom and pop people can't do it. No, they can't. No. I know in the high schools that are now starting to do, like high school, some of the culinary programs, you're required to do those safe cert yep. type things. Right. So if it's tied into the school piece, you're getting it. But if yeah, it's not tied it into can that, be that program, from you're not a two-hour training class to a, a full week of training, it mm -hmm. depends on the particular There's skill that you're trying to. About 150 students at Northport High get serve safe every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then probably 40 or 20, 40, 20, on the average, maybe yeah, maybe 20 get OSHA certified, and maybe five to 10 get certified in forklift through the programs at the high school. Right. Not at the college, and then plus whatever happens at the college. Yeah. This might be the kind of thing where uh, an entrepreneurship center would also be a, a factor in, mm -hmm. in helping promote some of this. You know, uh, you know, you have you know a, a venture that wants to provide some of the, uh, the business support functions you were talking about, uh, Julia. You know, how do I how do I set up to do that in Northport? And I would, I it might be easier if there were a functioning entrepreneurship center to help. You know, new businesses come in and, and stand up and get that done. So uh, I was glad to see that you had a, an item about making recommendations on the entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. Sean. And I think that ought to be a you know a focus of of this board uh, in the coming year once some of those uh, study results become available. Excellent. Okay. Any other discussion? The only other piece you may want to add is if you. Do you need to talk about the re-election of your positions? Oh yeah. What so are we you should to do? probably find that out. 
Yeah, sorry, it was something that I should have added into the agenda a couple, uh, two months ago, but it just kind of went on. Uh, if you'd like, I can put it on the next agenda, no problem. Okay, we'll blame the new guy. We're, we're, we're good <laughs> with you guys. We'll blame I, I think we're all good with you guys continuing to do it. Just <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if everyone's okay, then it's not, not something that's necessary. It's not something that has to happen, like the, the sunshine training, but obviously some people like to move on. And so I can, I can add it to the next agenda so that nobody has to make any decisions. Okay. We'll go he's, the pre he's the reason why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, I think, I think we have a, a second. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry, guys, you're stuck. We're almost halfway through. You're doing such a great job. That's all right. Okay, oh, I'm laughing. Sorry about that. Um, okay, so if there's no other comment, I'll move to close the meeting at 11.36. And... Uh, have a good week. Thank you for coming. Thank you.